Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do this professionally because that's what I am, a professional. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have seen him on dancing programs on the television. You may have seen him eating various snacks in adverts on the TV. And you may have seen him passed out under a bridge, drunk out of his mind. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your first guest for the evening. He's unbelievable. Ebenezer Dibokwane. Wow, Ebenezer. <laughs> that was, that was, we had Lois Gola here recently, and that yeah. was bigger than what he got. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank so you so much. So that's, I mean, you know, where are your million Twitter followers? That is a good question, Warren. I like that question. <laughs> <laughs> My million Twitter followers are non-existent. That's the problem. There are hypothetical Twitter followers that I had projected into the universe. The secret is a lie, apparently. Because <laughs> I said it, I said it, I said there'll be a million people here out to watch me despite the capacity, and it didn't happen. You didn't focus hard enough. That's I what didn't. The you didn't want it badly enough. And now look what's happened to you. I see. I yeah. see what has happened. The same thing that has happened to all previous guests on also this podcast. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's okay. It it's is right. okay. What I'm going to do, okay. I don't know if you've, if you've ever listened to this podcast. I don't, I don't know how enthusiastic you've been in preparing for this this real highlight of your career, this moment that you're going to look back on and think, wow. Very enthusiastic. Yeah, that was really as good as it got. Like, it's, it's, um, but but what, we jo- what I generally do here is I'm going to talk to you about your career and stuff. But first, I'm going to open up with what I like to call first date questions. So the kind of icebreaker questions that I ask always on first dates uh, in an attempt to make sure that we can get some kind of connection. Shoot him at This me. isn't awkward at all. Pew, pew. It's in no way awkward in any way whatsoever. Okay, so... So, all right, it was a day we were told we would never forget. What were you doing on the day that Princess Diana died? Who's who, which Princess Diana? Is that the quieter star? <laughs> which one is Princess Diana? We would never forget, Ebenezer. The, the, the Don't princess, I, are you telling me? Princess Diana, Chelsea, the, the Duchess of Chelsea. Are those different people? I don't know, guys. This is going well so far. <laughs> you should have given me like a scope or something to read. Princess Diana. Is there a song about her? I, I like that. You're playing this up. Didn't you go to some good school? I you did. Went, did. I, I went to an incredible school, but I did not do history beyond grade nine. I think this what is I, history for what you. I might when were you have been born? Doing. <laughs> <laughs> when were you born? This was history for you? 19, like I was like 1994. Ah. Ah. I was fighting apartheid. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing, the struggle, when Princess Diana died. Fuck Princess Diana. Are we to swear? Princess Diana was important enough for Elton John, Sir Elton John, no less, to write a song about her. Okay, now the second, who's and Elton John? <laughs> I'm, j- I'm joking. I know Elton John. <laughs> we are the world. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those guys. He's an English song player. All right, he was in that uh, movie that I watched recently, though. Um... Kingsman, he was in the Kingsman, that's where I know him from. Elton John, not a, not oh, a Elton saint. John was <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Apart from your clearly wasted education, what's your <laughs> biggest regret from childhood? My biggest regret from childhood, honestly, when you say childhood, I say over the age of 14 or the Up whole... Up until 2010. <laughs> not having sex earlier. That's honestly, honestly one of my biggest regrets. Honestly, honestly, I, I wasted a lot of good penis. I did. I honestly feel that. Like, if I think I should go back, two things I'll do, start saving more and have more sex. That's honestly. Is that really, is that really where, like, what you do? Because we were talking, we were literally talking just before the podcast, and you were like, no, I like this girl, and I'm not going to have sex with her for like a year. Yes, You're making now, the same mistakes now. Now. That's now I feel that way, right, Warren? You're that's making the same now. mistakes. No, what I feel like now is that right now I'm in the space in my career where I didn't have the money I should have saved so that I could have the sex that I could be having right now. Therefore, having quantified and almost used all of the penis, the good penis that is, to be specific, uh, using it in the vaginal space or the anal space, depending on what my sexual preferences are at the particular time, I'm still fighting okay. myself. Okay, all right. Because that, that was going to be my... That was going to be my next question. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a cock on your forehead or a face instead of a cock? <laughs> <laughs> a face instead of a cock? Do I lose this face? No, you still have your normal face. Don't be an idiot. You still have a normal face. Yeah. And then you've got like a second face that you can talk to instead of, instead of a cock. Fucking want a cock on my forehead. What <laughs> the fuck? Of course, I can still do things. Well, wouldn't that be weird? Like I if you're talking, you're talking to a girl and then you like her and then... I, <laughs> my turpentine... I don't know if you've seen my hair, Warren. Okay. My turpentine skills are absolutely amazing. <laughs> I got taught in a, in a shrine up in the Middle East. I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I'm just good at tying towels on my hand. I'll, make, I'll find a way to hide. You, you would hide the penis. Guys, no penis? No penis. That is ridiculous. What is a life without a penis? Well, you, you got a second face, though. What? Like a, a, you'll never be lonely again. Like you've got a does face. The, does the face. You can talk face, to the face. Does it have most? Does it have as many sensations? I haven't. I haven't determined the nature of the face. If there you want no to define the face, go there ahead. Are, there are no rap, rap songs about suck my face on my crotch. <laughs> I heard that before. How do I dance? How do I relate? <laughs> Whereas suck my dick, I can still say that wherever the dick is. Okay. <laughs> These are just facts. I'm being honest. Am I not alone? No, it's fine. It's, it's going very well, Ev. It's going very, very well. Have you ever been arrested? No. No, you may not contribute. <laughs> I have been arrested. Uh, you've been arrested? I have. Tell me about that. Oh, oh you just have <laughs> to be like, have you ever been arrested? And you're like, oh, I have been. And Oh, my goodness. So, uh, some... Racist guys beat me up once, and I was running with another comic up from a drunk night, walking up uh, the road, and I was dropping him off. And on the way there, I saw the shop, the pawn shop out in West Dean. And I decided to take a rock and throw it at their window. It just hit it, didn't make a hole. My friend ran off. I picked up another one. I'm like, I've got enough time. Can I, can I pause the story? Just pawn shop. P A W N? P A W N. Right, okay. Jesus Warren. <laughs> My goodness. Now, you would <laughs> never throw <laughs> a rock at a P O R N. Who am I, an animal? <laughs> <laughs> so I threw this rock, pierced it, and the guy comes, he lives above his shop. What the hell, right? My chances. I look at the guy, <laughs> I start sprinting. Now, in my mind, I am like, why didn't I take up sprinting as a career? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I would have been way further than this comedy thing. This guy just drew up like slowly in front of me. <laughs> guy got out. And I thought in my mind, I always thought to myself, you know what? If I do see a guy coming towards me to try and attack me or rob me, I'll just sidestep him because I was very good at rugby. 
The guy walks up to me. I try to sidestep. As I'm sidestepping, he puts paper spray in my eyes, and I fall to the floor. Flat. <laughs> that is the sound effect that it made. I was also shocked. I'm like, what cartoon sound effects? <laughs> what boomerang sound effects? Anyway, I get to the floor. They start beating me up, kicking me up. Um, I get arrested. I'm in the holding cell. Now, in my mind, according to the movies, they separate guys. They separate guys according to their strengths or crimes. I just did malicious damage to property. And I'm out there with people with tattoos on their face. This guy's not here <laughs> for financial crimes. He, doesn't, he didn't just come from a bank, this guy. <laughs> These guys have tattoos on their faces. But I'm like, oh, no, let me break the ice, be one of them, because that's how I did it my whole life. Break the ice with comedy, making jokes, everybody's laughing. <laughs> ah, so you, my brother, what, what, what are you in here? He says, they said I murdered someone, <laughs> but I didn't do it. I'm like... Of course, of course you didn't do it. I mean, what? <laughs> Such a friendly smile. <laughs> and uh, what about you, kind sir with the muscles <laughs> and the scar across both ways of his face? What, what, <laughs> what could you possibly be in here for? They said I raped five men in one night with no lube but I didn't do it. I'm like, oh my goodness, yes, of course you didn't do it. I know, I know, I know. I started to keep quiet, and the guy looked at me. He's like, I knew me, bra. What are you in here for? <laughs> I am not going to say malicious damage to property. I'm like, uh, <clears throat> they called them the Wakaberry killings. There was blood and yogurt everywhere. <laughs> Children were crying, mothers were screaming. The police came, arrested me. But I didn't do it. And that is the first story of how I got bum sex for the first time. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly like, how that happened. It was actually beautiful. So the first time I got, I got arrested was just drunk driving, right? And then I went to the holding cell and it was freezing. It was so cold. And there were two other guys there and they had this one big blanket. That was like the only blanket in the whole thing. And they just went. And as I, as I kind of got shoved in there, it was freezing. And they'd taken my shoes so I wouldn't kill myself or whatever. And... Uh, and the one guy just lifted the blanket. And you know what I did? I went and I lay under it. <laughs> it's like, I'm ready. I'm ready for prison. <laughs> I'm selling myself to these guys. I'm, I promise you. They didn't touch me at all. Yo, no, but that's the thing. Holding saw, they don't do that. They don't do that. It's just my perception at the time. I was obviously insane. And all yeah. these com comedians talking about the experiences, exaggerated what might happen. Also, I exaggerate some of the things, but honestly, I lied about all I did. I said, what I actually said, I was like, in Venek, I'm like, oh man, these people are accusing me of killing my mother. I'd never do that. I'd never do that. I'd never do that. I mean, she was a bad woman, but I'd never do that. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> wow. wow. That's what I said. I had to go deep. But let's go to your, let's go to your motives. You were just drunk? No, the guys like, had beaten me up, man. And like, I, yeah, man. I'm oh, they'd beaten you up before? Yes, yes, oh, okay. before. Okay. And like, yeah, I was just very angry that night and... Yeah, I had no girlfriend, I had no peace, I had no Jesus. All I had was my fists and the rocks. I'm just going to let you carry on digging. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly what happened. Yeah, I was angry, picked up the rocks, threw it through the window. Yeah, I was pissed, man. Was there, pissed. Was another, there was another weird thing that you mentioned during that story. The thing that horrified me the most was you said you played rugby. I did play rugby. And you, you were good at it? I, I did eventually get good at it. But I had issues, man, because I came from a primary school, right? Not so primary, played rugby. We played rugby through and through. And then I got to a place called Penyon College, which is the sister school to St. Stadion's. Yeah. It was a good school, guys. I, mean, I disappointed my parents. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I get to 
back to Pendulum. By the time we reach high school, they've got other guys from other high schools. And I could go to the first rugby practice. All of their pants are tight. And all of their shirts are tight, like tiny shirts. And they're busy smacking each other on the butt. You know? And, busy, and they slap me on the butt. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, Don't be a Muffy. I'm like... I'm not being the, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever, bro, you know. Like, and then we get into the locker room, and then people are changing, like, out in the open, naked. And then there's a cubicle open. I'm like, I'm going to use a cubicle. It's like, oh, Ebenezer. Ebenezer, what? What are you, gay, bro? I say, Mofi, why are you going to change alone? I'm like, the opposite is why I don't want to see penises. <laughs> like, I imagine, like, one day these guys are sucking each other's dicks. Like, and, like, Ebenezer, come put it in my mouth. I'm like, no, what? I say, Mofi. I'm like, <laughs> What the fuck, guys? <laughs> but I did love rugby, though. Okay. I did love rugby. That's amazing. All right. But, I mean, I assume you played to some kind of level, right? What yeah, I played to matric first team. Um, I played full back and wing. Uh, I had to quit from uh, academics in grade 10. And then I, my academics fell, so they sent me back to sports, you know. It <laughs> 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 was not a good plan. And then when I got there, I was not at the level, so I started coming off the bench. But I did play. I was pretty amazing. Yeah, you, you've had a, a, a kind of an interesting life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into this a little. You were like a child pastor. I was. I was. It's, uh, how, the, how did that happen? I grew up, I grew up in like, uh, I grew up in an in a, in evangelist's home. I hear somebody muttering. I just want to, uh, like, a, a pastor like a, like a vicar, not a pastor like a lasagna. Like the food. <laughs> like a, like a, <laughs> like a, yeah, a pastor. Yeah, he uses South African as a pastor, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so cool. I was a pastor, pastor, meatball, whatever you want to call it. I was a yeah. preacher. But <laughs> like you were like a baby. You were like a baby yeah, at pastor. Yeah, when I was in Sunday school. <laughs> when I was in Sunday school at 2013, I had really been reading the Bible. I had like a huge passion for the word of God. I had a huge passion. And then I, when I turned 13, started teaching Sunday school. Uh, I went and did youth, started teaching there, went to like evangelize. Then after I started studying it more and more, uh, I read a few verses. I'm like, um, what the fuck is this shit? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Like, that's honestly my reaction after. But did you like, did you just have a have uh, a like a random one day yeah. break, or was it something happened? Or uh, no? Okay, honestly. So the first time I masturbated was when I was 19, 2013. I told you you've been wasting. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time. And then, like, I just read about the sexism and the slavery and the fact that, like, God was a Zionist, as in he had killed the whole of Canaan to preserve one nation. And I don't want to get too deep in the theology of it, but essentially I was like, what God am I? So then he drowned the whole world. He drowned, the, uh, Warren, you know, he drowned the, for 40 days just to make sure. He woke up, he's like, oh, fuck, shit. Uh, all right, uh, open the tabs. <laughs> we're going to play some golf. <laughs> it's like, we're going to have to start all over again. This is not working. <laughs> and after he did that, it still didn't work. He had to now call Jesus, his son, go home like, hey, Jesus. Yeah, man, that flood shit didn't work, bro. Uh, one of us is going to have to die for these <laughs> motherfuckers. And just like, wow, Dad, that's admirable. It's like... That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue. <laughs> like, I was just reading this shit, and I went downstairs, and I wanked for the first time. And it was... Amazing! Amazing! You know when they say freedom? I felt the freedom. That was the first time I felt free in my life. It, I, just, I just want, if anybody from, like, Drum Magazine or People <laughs> Magazine are listening, they must note that you wanked for the first time thinking about Jesus on the cross. No. Trying to forget about Jesus <laughs> on the oh, cross. Oh, I see. He I was, see. Uh, my, my, my hand was my, my, what do they call it? 
my rebound. Because Jesus was the love of my life and my hand was a rebound. <laughs> my hand and Pamela Anderson they did a great tag team. <laughs> I'll never forget it. It's just too voluptuous. But is that what you, so then you hadn't lost your virginity by then either, right? I, I came to Johannesburg, bro. City okay. of sin. Well, that's because that's one of my questions. One of my important first date questions is when did you lose your virginity? I lost my virginity uh, in 2014, the year 20 years old. Uh, and then I lost it on the roof of my res for my other seniors. I'm just bragging right now. I was a, I was a, a bit of a charmer back then. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm yeah, on the roof. Now it's my first time, man. I eventually get the condom on. But as it's just like entering her body, I jizz and I become flaccid. And then it just looks like I'm still trying. I have no idea what's going on. I just remove it. I throw the condom away. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I just can't concentrate. I've got exams. and <laughs> 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 I can't do this right now. Can we, can we take a ring check? Okay. <laughs> or oh, the second time, Warren. I don't want to get into that. It's nasty. Your, your, your honesty is both admirable and disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Which South African politician or political figure mm. would you most like to fuck? <sighs> Man, <laughs> um, if it was just based on a scale of sexy and not what my sexual preferences presently are, we say in Glozy, the People's Bay, just <laughs> as a power thing. Just as every time he starts doing speeches, oh, what the land back? I'm like, I fuck that nigga. Because <laughs> 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 he's, he's the sexiest politician I can think of. Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> that you can think of? Yeah, so yeah. So like sexier than... Tulima Tonsela, who are you going to say, bro? Sashi Naidu or Maps Moponyane or... Is like Maps a political... No, I, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> you said the Maps sexiest though. person you can think of. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. I, but you Maps is kind of sexy. Okay. Tell me about that. You've met him, right? I met him, bro. I met Maps when I won my first uh, Comics Choice Award, 2016. <sighs> no, your and first one. And, like, you know, like, the thing is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to get it right, baby. Let them know. <laughs> and then I... I, I remember, like, it's because everybody's talking rubbish about how he's not that hot. He's not that hot. Now, I was just, well, I he probably isn't. He's light skinned. He's whatever. And I walked out the room and I, I was startled. You know, like, start, startlement, bro. I walked out the, the room to go take pictures and he's standing there waiting for me. I'm like, I'm like, hi. And I swear his voice is velvety all the time. Other than that, my eyes were fooling me. He's like, hi, Ebenezer. Oh, well done in your award. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, well done to you too, man. So it's <laughs> like, you're sexy and you're doing well. And then I kissed him and I ran away. And then <laughs> I wanted to. I was, uh. I was enchanted. I had a bit to drink that night. But Maps is a beautiful man. He is a beautiful man. Look, I think if he listens to the podcast, he'll definitely fuck you. It would be. That was, I mean, that was strong. Can that you? Was, yeah, can that was, I mean, you made your intentions clear there. Can you promote this podcast? <laughs> I'll try. Thank I'll, you. I'll mention his name. I'll, t I'll tag him <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> okay. I'll let him know that you, you want him. Maps is a beautiful man. I'm just saying. Last which time. radioactive animal, if you could be bitten by any radioactive animal, which radioactive animal would it be for superpowers? Gareth Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> radioactive animal. It's a, okay, guys. All right. <laughs> that was quick off the dome. I just said it now. Oh man, I don't like to. I don't. Uh, I'd like to be bitten by a radioactive peacock. Okay, yeah, I can see that. They've got all sorts of special abilities. No, they don't. 
<laughs> can I ask? Can I? Can you? Can I come back to that question? No. Yeah, yeah, if you want, but do it just randomly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm, ask I'm it gonna. I'm time. gonna. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. If you could go back in time, and you couldn't kill baby Hitler, mm. which baby would you kill? Baby Jesus, bro. He was going to come back, guys. It's not a real murder. It's, like, it's, like, it's not a real crime. He had to come back. I was going to stab him in the neck. Just make, <laughs> so two resurrections. <laughs> it's just because of what the Bible did to me psychologically. And then you told me a story once about your dad. Um, this guy who grew up, he's a militant. Not a veteran, but I was like an affiliate. Then he was actually in the ANC. He's a cadre. Don't know why we still were poor or like still middle class at the time. Not the point. This guy would use everything. He's like, yo, dad, how come like we're the only black people here? It's like apartheid Ebenezer. These white people have subjugated us and placed us into eras. We would have no chance of actually having economic freedom. Like, all right, you know? And then our next door neighbor would put his dustbin in front of um, his, his plastics on a Friday in front of our gate. And he'd be like, I'd be like, dad, 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 what the, f- what, why, why, why does he do that every Friday? And be like, Apartheid is a mentality of a sickness. This person has been drugged with the idea of white supremacy and now he's trying to apply that into his lives and our own. I'm like, cool. This is, way f- and this is a true story. This is a true story. Um, we did celebrate Christmas because we we're Christians. So we had the trees and stuff and like, you know. Yeah, so we got the trees. I wrote a letter because I was in a, like, I was in like a multiracial school so everybody was writing letters on one Friday. I wrote my letter. All my wishes for, for, for the Christmas. I go get some milk and cookies. That's what the culture was, all the stories they were reading. Put milk over there, some cookies. Wake up in the morning, no milk, no cookies, no presents. <coughs> and I am like, Dad, like, how come for the Christmas didn't? How come for the Christmas didn't uh, bring me presents? What colors for the Christmas event? How many times <laughs> must I tell you? <laughs> he was hardcore. He was hardcore. <laughs> he's hardcore, man. He's, <laughs> he's hardcore, motherfucker. I love that guy. I love him. Wow. Shout out to you, Dad. So, what's the most humiliating thing you've ever done? The most humiliating thing I think I've ever done is I've done a few humiliating things, but um, yeah, I think the most humiliating thing I've ever done was oh, it's not even funny. I just. Um, I thought a girl liked me, and I overexerted myself on the first day. I was like, I thought she really liked me. In my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is in love with my penis. She loves me. I bet that she hadn't seen it yet. And then on the first day, I'm like, you know what, this girl came inside, you know. She came inside my room. Yeah. I'm sitting over there, get her some drinks, playing some music, you know. I'm chatting. And uh, yeah, she came there to work. She came there to write. Because that's our flirtation space. She's a poet. And the first day, I was like, yo, girl, so... Uh, you know, I think you're kind of nice. It's like, excuse me, sir. And she left. And I'm, I'm like a feminist, bro. You know, so that was like, she, I think she thought that's all I thought about it. It wasn't. This is how I expressed what I thought about it deeply. That was very humiliating to experience. Was this recently? Yeah, very recent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like last week. This morning, bro. I'm, I'm joking. It's it? <laughs> it like a month ago. And but so, so I haven't been able to, to speak to girls since. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even. It's, it sounds like it may have been for the best. Yeah, I think so. Now I'm here at the podcast, am I right? So why does steam come? <laughs> <laughs> so why does steam come out of my vagina? 
Why does steam, Why does steam come out of my vagina? Well, I mean, that is something you'd have to ask a gynae. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a comedian. I don't know if you read no, my, it's, it's my a bio. Question, it's a question I read on Yahoo Questions once, and it's haunted me. Like <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know the answer. Did, did you I get any answers? Did anybody have it? Nobody, nobody seems to have any kind of answer for why steam would come out of someone's vagina. I've watched a few porn films in my life. I'm a connoisseur. And um, I think I've seen one, but I don't believe it was true. Like, I think uh, it must have been a smoke bomb or something. If there's steam coming out of vagina, then you've got problems. You've got serious problems. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's an issue there. I don't know what it is exactly. Okay. All right, fine. Then this is the important one. This is, this is the one that's going to break this podcast All into right. the big time. <laughs> Have you ever done a murder? <laughs> like in a game or like... No, like a real murder. Have you ever done a real murder? I tell you why I, I ask. I ask everyone. Why, you, you're being very cagey about this. But <laughs> I, ask, <laughs> I ask everyone. I ask everyone and most people say no. But one day someone is going to say yes. And then everyone will listen to that, that episode. Can we just a recording off for this answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Nah, nah I've, ne- I've never committed a murder. You n- never done a murder? Like on I've purpose? Never, I've never committed a murder. I've had fights. I don't know the people who woke up from those fights. Oh. Well, I mean, I've, I've murdered some motherfuckers, some audiences at comedy. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I think that's just about as awkward a spot as we can get out of him. <laughs> Wonderful. Ebenezer Dibokwane. Yeah.